Oh my god, you look good. How are you? I mean, I know you were injured and now you're in Milan. I mean, uh, tell me everything. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm like nine weeks post-surgery today and I just did a um, press-up, so I'm like celebrating in my room on my own. <laughs> yes, and, and the quarantine, how's it? I mean, you're supposed to be quarantined there for how many hours? Yeah, I think it's like um, 24 hours and like I have like I'm used to like cutting weight in hotel rooms and I, I hate being in hotel rooms so it's like driving me crazy. <laughs> God, I mean, it's decent space, no? Like it's okay. Yeah, it's such a nice room and like Bellator are really looking after us, bringing us food and like bringing us whatever we want. But it's still like I'm in Milan stuck in a hotel. It's a bit like wick. <laughs> like you'd rather be walking around, right? Yeah, I'd rather be out and about, but I suppose it's better than being at home. How is the sir like the food service there? I saw you ordered some eggs. I don't, I don't know what you ordered. <laughs> yeah, they, the bells were just bring us food, so it was okay. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> right. not too bad. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. And how was the travel there? I mean, you traveled from Belfast. No, I was. So I traveled from Dublin, so I normally fly out of Dublin International, so just flew Dublin to Milan. And just came straight to the hotel, got tested, and I've been in my room ever since. So it's been fine. All right. That's not too bad. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me. This is your first time doing um, presenting, right? <laughs> yeah. So, fighting. So how did you prep for this? Um. Well, do you know, obviously, like, a lot of the fighters I know what I've trained with. And, like, I am a bit of an MMA nerd anyway. So yeah. it's like, do you know, I feel like it'll be just natural for me to talk about the fights because I watch the fights and talk about them with my friends anyway so I'm just going to be giving my opinions and my views on the night so but yeah it's a bit different it's a bit nerve nerve um I'm a bit nervous but hopefully it'll go okay it will be fine you'll be you're a natural I mean you're a bombshell you're beautiful and you know the fight you'll be great you're so nice <laughs> you have like questions prepared like oh oh this is what I'll ask you or no um so I'm not interviewing I think I'm just analyzing the fights so I'm like like pre-fight and post-fight just chatting about like you know what's coming up and what's what's happening or, or and then just chatting about the fight after as well oh wow okay that's fun that's yeah a... <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you earlier this year you made uh, being the first women's headline belt for europe how was that so surreal for you yeah, it was so surreal. And, it's, you know, looking back, it's like I'm the last belt to fight at a headline and arena show with fans. So it's like, and my nickname's, my nickname's The Curse. So obviously I'm like, a Curse. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I wow. know. So I feel really fortunate that I was the last person to headline that actually had an audience and had the crowd and had the, you know, the atmosphere of the fans. So, yeah. Oh my god. What do you think would be like now when you do uh, the live fight? I mean, it's gonna be so different without fans and then when you had the live fans, like, do you think the fighters focus more? Or... Um, do you know, especially with the fight card coming up, do you know, there was no build-up, there was no press conferences, there was no interviews, there was no back and forth, so you know, they were more alone in their own heads and training, I think, and they were, you know, um, were able to maybe channel more of their energy into focusing on the fight rather than everything that happens outside the fight but um a lot of the fighters have, have fought on the IMAF scenes so or they fought in um big arenas with no not a lot of fans and like I know I've done it I know a lot of the guys that are fighting that we all fought in the same IMAF cards you know so we've fought on the same um in the, in the same kind of 
atmosphere, but I suppose it's different when you're professional. You're used to fighting with a crowd. You're used to getting that crowd behind you. And it's different when you can hear every shot as well and you can uh, hear your opponent breathing and you can hear like the corners more clearly. So I think it'll be a bit different, but it'll just be whoever adapts to it better will um, you know, we'll use it to their advantage. Absolutely. That's, that's so true. You can hear the shots more. I mean... It'll be more painful in a way. I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, I really hit that hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And, I mean, I saw that you were quarantining uh, with Isabella, and then you were homeschooling her. How was that for you? Um, I'm not, I, like, I'm a good mom, but I'm just the worst homeschooler ever. Like, I just... I just we, we did a bit, a, a bit. And we covered all we needed to cover, but I'm definitely not very good at it. <laughs> It's, she's P6 now and it's actually really hard like a lot of the stuff I didn't even know <laughs> I had to write my sister who's a teacher be like what is how do you do this <laughs> I mean you taught her how like the basic striking as well oh yeah well that was an anomaly Isabella actually so she comes with me and coaches my classes but she never ever does it but she watches and she can she learns really quickly so she lifted the pads the other night and she was taking my friends and being like jab jab cross tape no that's not a tape do you know, like helping like being a, like she's obviously picked it up in her head knowledgeable and then I held the pads for her and like she did a couple of rounds but she's not really she's not really into doing it that much but when she takes a notion for it I'll really encourage it oh my god that's crazy that's amazing it's amazing how kids pick up so fast you know yeah, yeah, she definitely, and she watches and she learns, and whenever she helps me coach my ladies, she's, like, screaming at them to stop talking, like, she's she's a tough coach. <laughs> Taking over you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, would you say it's it's better for kids to start young with martial arts or, you know, wait for them to, to get a little bit older and learn that way? I, I think it's better to do whatever they want to do. If they want to learn it, like, encourage it, and if they don't want to, like... I'm my dad made me do it when I was younger, but I'm not going to be making Isabella um, do it, I suppose, because I'm always going to be able to protect her. I'm her bodyguard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I would just say whenever it's like if a child wants to do it, like encourage them, and if they don't, then don't push them because then it'll really turn them against it. Do you know what? Wait until they have a bit of interest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're also really good friends with Molly McCain, you see. Um, you train with her as well. How is that for you? Yeah, of course, Molly. We're really, um, really good friends, like best friends. She's we're on the phone. She's over in Belfast all the time. She's actually just texted me this morning. But yeah, it's great. It's great to have another female that knows. And we are very, very similar in our minds and our mindset and and our training. And like we've done a lot of things. Like we're the first female to females to break a lot of boundaries and do a lot of things. So it's just nice that we're so close, like really, really close. Oh yeah, that's that's fun. That's fun. It's good to have like a best friend that knows what you do as well. You yeah. Know? Yeah, totally. Like, and I, I do. Like, I'm lucky to have really good friends. I've got um, two friends called Emma and Una, and they're all in my like circle. They, they all know what's going on. They're they're really clued in. They watch fights. They know fights. They do. So it's like it's like a girl, a girl thing. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, let's let's go, whatever, do something. But instead, you watch fights together. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how is your sh uh, shoulder now? Because uh, you had. When was when was this surgery? A few months so, back, right? Nine, nine weeks ago, I had my shoulder surgery. Do you know, and the first four or five weeks was honestly the most hardest, horrendous pain. Like I cried every day. I didn't sleep every night, and I was like, "How am I ever going to have a normal shoulder again?" And um, 
just the last couple of weeks I've started working with a new physio and she's been unbelievable like she's really opened up my shoulder and got the mobility back and I'm just building the strength back up in it now but like it's that it's been the hardest injury yet really yeah you lift things like a little bit now or no can you like lift your arm up oh yeah yeah I've got like full range of movement back in my arm it's sore but like it's it's coming along like loads Wow. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because I saw. I think you posted like a little bit of a scar from from it or something. Yeah, yeah you can see it. Like, so they they went in there, in there, and then there's one on the back of my shoulder as well. They went like down the back of my shoulder. Okay. Yeah. It's in battle marks. It's warrior marks. Yes, war wounds. Like I have, I have one. I've got some on my hand. I don't know if you can see. I've got. I've had surgery in my hands. Oh la la. And, and on my knee as well. So I've, I've scars everywhere. <laughs> think of this it must be like mom i know oh no isabel yeah she was when i was in loads of pain she was like worried but like after that she was fine <laughs> she's like mom toughen up yeah exactly <laughs> all right i don't want to take too much of your time because i know hair and everything mm -hmm. um, a quick rapid fire ah okay <laughs> so if you were allowed to wear makeup in the cage you you aren't allowed right i just want to make sure I don't actually know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I was like, what? but I see a lot of fighters don't wear it. So like female it's, fighters. Yeah, probably because they're just like, they don't care about that. Like they're going to fight somebody in a cage. So the last thing they really care about is their makeup on that, in that particular circumstance. <laughs> but if you were, would you wear fake lashes or like full on like bronzer, blush and everything? Just lashes. Just lashes. You're a lash girl. Yeah. I, I do like your lashes though. I don't know if they're real or if they're, they're, they look nice. They look nice. more like wispy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I know this is supposed to be fighting, but, but you know, we'll talk about makeup. <laughs> don't worry. Texting or calling? Calling. I hate, hate texting. No way. I always send what a crazy, everybody knows me sends, I, I send crazy voice messages. I'm like, say a hundred words in like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I mean, when you talk to Molly and your friends too, it's a voice message, right? Oh, a voice message or call. Yeah, we don't really text. Wow. Okay, okay. Makes sense. There's a lot of people that prefer texting. But okay, fair enough. Fave emoji? Um, the girl with the hand out. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Fair enough. That's a good one. If you were stuck in an island or now in quarantine, let's say everything, you know, uh, turns into lockdown, hopefully not. What one food would you eat for the rest of your quarantine life? Oh my goodness. Um, Especially you're in Milan now, what would you eat? I'm not a big, um, that's so hard, I don't know. My favorite meal is salmon, sweet potato and broccoli. Salmon, sweet potato? And broccoli, yeah, that's my favorite meal. It's like my post-fight meal. My, like, that's my favorite meal. Yeah, <laughs> it's cheat meal. No, no, it's like a healthy meal. Yeah, it's but yeah, I love it. Okay, fair enough. All right, salmon, sweet potato, broccoli. The three. Okay. Um, what's one thing you cannot travel without? Um, okay, I have two. My my skills and my speaker. My for music. Skills and speaker. <laughs> Wait, the food scale or like weighing scale? The weighing scales. Yeah. And the speaker, how big are the speakers? I, I think I saw it was like a cylinder or something. Yeah, it's quite, this one's quite big. I, 
Because normally I'd bring, I'd tell somebody else to bring their speaker so I don't have to bring it in my hand luggage, but I've had to bring my own this time. I'm traveling solo. <laughs> I mean, you use it to work out or like the speaker just for everything, everyday life? Yeah, for everything in the room, outside the room, like everywhere. Cool. That's cool. Always trust in Leah for speakers. For music. Yeah, like when I go into training, they always know to turn the music off. My music's going home. Hashtag <laughs> with speakers. Yeah. Um, describe Bellator in one word. Amazing. Ooh, capital A. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Leah. Where, where, where can we watch you in these next few days? For the um, so the show is live this Saturday night on Channel 5. It's on Virgin in Ireland. In the UK, it's live on Channel 5, but all the prelims are going to be on YouTube and um, so on social media as well. So tune in. Their fights are amazing. I can't wait. Yay! We can't wait. Thank you so much. Yes. No worries. Thank you. Uh, and I, I, will, I will tag you and do all the blah, 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 shenanigans. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.